Yo, the return of the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 59, all up in your ass live from Dago Bitch, California. Hit them with that motherfucking theme music, homie. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get a lot of bag, but I'll ask now. Come on and get all the bags with my hands out. You gotta get a lot of snap, gotta make down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get a lot of bag, but I'll ask now. Come on and get all the bags with my hands out. You gotta get a lot of snap, gotta make down. Why don't you get up? Whiskey Sick Podcast number 59, motherfuckers. I know you thought you wasn't going to see me again, but it don't stop. It can't stop. It won't stop. The Whiskey Sick Podcast keeps moving. Just didn't have a lot of time the last couple weeks. Um, Been busy. Uh, If you don't know, your boy boy Moody Hank is going to be a pappy. I announced it a few uh, episodes ago. I'm going to be a pappy in January, January 1st. And uh, I recently found out that I'm going to have a motherfucking boy, y'all. A boy. Uh, little Moody Hank is on the motherfucking way. Uh, the, the, the next champ, champ, champ. Fuck champ, champ. He's the champ, champ, champ. Uh, I guarantee he's going to dominate the 145, 155, and 170-pound UFC divisions. Uh, you are now uh, seeing... Seth Gecko turned into the LeVar Ball of MMA right before your motherfucking eyes, homies. The LeVar Ball of MMA has been born, uh, will be born. When my son is born, we go into training camp immediately. Right out the box, literally right out the motherfucking box, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, I'm taking this youngster, my youngster, and, and, and we're starting training camp. We're starting training camp uh, week fucking one uh so it's already begun uh i was in the hospital the uh the other day doing the little sonogram shit and uh little homie was up there seriously uh we couldn't get a profile shot uh of my little homie because he had his hands up he had both his hands tucked right by his his temples uh Already keeping his hands up, already fucking training, already rolling around, throwing up triangles and shit. I mean, it, it's a, it's fucking amazing. Uh, training camp has officially begun. Uh, the LeVar Ball of MMA has been born. Uh, uh, we're coming for you. The champ, champ, champ is on the motherfucking way. Uh, domination. Who knows? Maybe your boy, maybe your boy Moody goes around and fucks around and has a daughter too, and she goes and becomes a champ, champ, champ also, and we have champ, 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 
champ, champ, champs running around this motherfucker. I don't know. We're shooting high. We're, aim- we're aiming for the motherfucking stars, homies. Uh, so we got a lot of UFC shit to talk about. Uh, my man DJ, I'm coming for you. You already knew, homie. You saw that look on his face when the, when the fucking judges said, uh, uh, and knew that look on his face was him uh, thinking about me. He's like, now I'm going to get it. You can see it in his eyes. You know damn well, uh, DJ uh, Demetrius Johnson's listening, a, a loyal fan of this podcast that, that's continually roasted, uh, that baby bitty little ass, um, but he loves it, he's a sucker for punishment, you can see it written all over his motherfucking face when they announced, and knew, I'm coming for you DJ, you knew that shit, I'm coming for you motherfucker, um, we got, uh, uh, Khabib versus Connor has finally been announced, uh, we're gonna get into that shit, um, we got a card next weekend, I think, that's a, a sleeper card that we're gonna talk about, it's the NFL season, motherfuckers, y'all thought you wasn't gonna hear about the D-Boys, we got the preseason debut of the new NFL season of the Moody Hank, the Seth Gecko power rankings, NFL power rankings, they're gonna, I'm gonna ruffle feathers with this shit, man, uh, uh, we got previews, uh, we got predictions. Uh, we got what we've seen so far in the first uh, couple preseason games. Um, I'm, I'm coming. Uh, I, I'm, I'm saying uh, I'm giving a huge, uh, super nuclear fuck you uh, uh, to somebody uh, who an NFL Hall of Famer uh, that I gotta go after and, and, and might turn into my new Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, he might turn into my my new uh, um, Floyd Mayweather. I don't know. Uh, it has potential here, so I'm gonna get up in somebody's ass, um, and then we got a whole lot of miscellaneous shit that I've just been saving, uh, that I've been coming across while I'm taking shits at work, um, after I clock in, of course, I'll actually save my doodos, I'll pinch my motherfucking cheeks, and risk shitting myself, uh, stuck in traffic, just so I can clock in and take a motherfucking dump at work, and when I'm doing that, what happens is I, I scroll through a whole bunch of weird-ass sites and, and try to get on, like, weird Reddit forums and shit, and, you know, I try to, t- I just try to take notes, that's what I'm telling you, that, this is how the Whiskey Sick Podcast works, I mean, it's exactly how you probably thought it works, um, but let's get into this shit, let's pull up some fucking, uh, some UFC shit, so we had, we had, um, most recently, um, actually, was there another card? Maybe this is the most recent card. I don't know. I've been gone for two weeks, y'all. I've been, I've been on a little vacation, a little hiatus. Fucking went to a fucking grocery store the other day and, uh, saw my face on a milk carton. It was like, it's 1950 again. I was like, the people want me. The people need me. I gotta come back. So here I am. TJ Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. I picked Cody Garbrandt to win this shit. Um, I was wrong. I was wrong. TJ's got his number. Uh, uh, he was dancing on this motherfucker. Um, he was hitting mad angles on this dude. Cody Garbrandt, uh, he, he's, he's just a fucking, uh, he's a frat boy. He, he, he's a dipshit frat boy. Uh, douchebag extraordinaire. Uh, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it, it is what it looks like. You know, sometimes you can judge a book by the motherfucking cover. You take one look at Cody Garbrandt, you're like, this dude's a frat boy, uh, uh, moron, moron, sipping moron juice, just sitting on the fucking porch hollering at bitches and shit. That's this dude, Cody Garbrandt. He went out there, uh, uh, fucking, um, pulled his little wiener through the pee hole and tried to fucking, uh, have a little sword fight in the ring with TJ and get into a firefight and got his ass knocked the motherfucker out. Um, Got stomped on twice because he got um, overzealous, 
threw technique out the window, threw the game plan out the window and said, oh, I'm just going to wing fucking wide fucking punches against a guy who has nice straight fucking punches. It's never a good idea, and it's never a good idea to square up in front of somebody with your feet fucking parallel to each other and, and, and just throw bombs while dudes switching stances and hitting on the outside of your fucking stance and, and just dotting your ass up. Um, TJ's just a better fighter. Um, what's next for TJ? Marlon Marais, quit fucking with all this t- uh, this Henry Cejudo shit, which I'll get into. Quit fucking with all that shit. It's Marlon Marais. That's the fucking fight to make. You've you seen him uh, um, knock that uh, Aljamain Sterling into the fucking atmosphere, sent him in orbit with, with uh, Alistair Overeem. They're, they're still circling the earth like a couple satellites and shit. Uh, that was from Marlon Marais. Marlon Marais did that shit, and he was a motherfucker in World Series of Fighting. Uh... You know, that's some minor league shit, I know that, um, but then he came here and started whooping some ass too, and the only fight I think he lost, and which was, I thought he won, was his debut against Rafael Suntau, who hasn't lost to anybody not named TJ Dillashaw, who's also in the title shot uh, um, mix here, but I think style-wise, style-wise, Marlon Marais, with his real traditional, technical, tight Muay Thai and TJ Dillashaw with that hybrid uh, boxing, kickboxing uh, um, style that he has, the switching stances and, and, and the Dominic Cruz shit that he stole from him. Um, I think that's the fucking fight to make, man. Uh, there's no point to fight Henry Cejudo because TJ Dillashaw only want to fight Henry Cejudo if he went down to 135 and, and tried to get a second belt. Uh, 120, yeah, 135. If he went down to, no, he is 130. If he went down to 125, my bad. If if TJ went down to 125 to to fight Henry Cejudo, but Henry Cejudo wants to go up to 135 to fight TJ, and, and so you, you got you had a crossroads there. But you know Henry Cejudo, you you got to rematch DJ before you be talking about this TJ Dillashaw shit. TJ needs to fight Marlon Marais. That's the fucking fight to make. Now we're gonna get into my boy. You know it's about fucking eight minutes in. To the whiskey, ten minutes into the motherfucking podcast, and and, and and I gave you a heads up, TJ. Um, if you're listening to this, I mean DJ uh, Demetrius Johnson. If you're listening to this, you just turn this shit off right now, motherfucker. You don't want to hear this shit. Uh, you have officially become. I got a new moniker for this motherfucker. He's the Gino Ariema of MMA. That's Demetrius Johnson. If you don't know who Gino Ariema is, Google that motherfucker. He's the women's college Connecticut basketball coach. I said that all backwards and shit. Let me try that again. He's the women's basketball, women's Connecticut basketball team. How the fuck do you say this? The Connecticut University of Connecticut women's basketball coach, Gino Ariema. There. I said it. That's Demetrius Johnson. You know why? Because nobody gives a fuck. You don't hear one motherfucker ever saying that Gino Ariema is the best basketball coach ever. Why? Because he's teaching women at the college motherfucking level, which is exactly what Demetrius Johnson's doing. He's fighting women at the college fucking level in MMA until he ran into Henry Cejudo. And, and nobody can name, nobody can ever say that Gino Ariema is the best basketball coach ever because he's coaching women college. DJ ain't fighting nobody. The only person he ever fought was Henry Cejudo. Before that, it was Dominic Cruz, and he beat him. So the last two real people he fought, he lost to. You're the Gino Ariema. Because ain't nobody out here saying that, that this motherfucker's the best basketball coach because he wins every fucking year. He's won like, this Gino Ariema's won like 20 national titles. 
But and it's no it's no disrespect to women in college basketball. They're they're fucking good. I'm just saying you don't see Gino Ariema going and even trying to 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 coach. If he's so great, go coach men's college basketball. Go to men's Connecticut basketball team and try to win a fucking uh, a title there. DJ, go up to 135. You had the opportunity before here to go up to 135 and fight TJ. You could have been fighting TJ on this card. Gino, go up and teach men's college basketball. Or better yet, if you're really all that, go teach, go coach the motherfucking NBA. Go coach the, uh, the NBA. DJ, go up there and fight 135. Go up to 145. Eat, 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 eat your motherfucking heart out and go do something uh, major. We don't care that you're, you're, you're down there at 125 fighting uh, women's college basketball players and shit. DJ, you're whack. So when you lost that shit, and you lost that shit, motherfucker. Henry Cejudo took you down. You can't win a fight when you didn't do a goddamn thing, homie. Now, we've seen UConn lose in the national championship game. I think they lost this year. And that's what happened to Henry Cejudo. I mean, to, to Demetrius Johnson. He got UConn. He got, he got fucking knocked off the top. Because you went out there and you didn't do shit, homie. I don't know how anybody could say that dude won anything. Now, Henry Cejudo didn't do a whole lot. But at least he took the motherfucker down a couple times. Stayed on top of him a couple times a little bit. Mix some shit up. The homie came out there and did the fucking, uh, I thought this shit, I mean, when, he, when Henry Cejudo came out in that first round and rolled his fucking ankle, I don't know what the fuck this guy was doing. Uh, he literally just rolled his ankle and the fight was almost over 15 seconds in. And if that had happened, I would have I flown out there and fought Demetrius Johnson, my motherfucking self. I would have called Dana White. I would have said, hold on. I'll be there. I'll catch a flight. I'll be there in two motherfucking hours, Dana. It's in Vegas. I'm, I'm in Dago Bitch, California. I'll get on the motherfucking plane. I'll fly out there, and I will fight Demetrius Johnson if this dude, Henry Cejudo, goes out in 15 seconds because he rolled his motherfucking ankle looking like Travis Bambi Legs uh, uh, Brown out there uh, just flopping around. Can't even fucking walk without getting fucking hurt. So I, I went from being pissed off and then, you know, the next thing I know, Henry's starting to, you know, stabilize a little. And I'm like, OK, OK, maybe a, a crisis averted here. Maybe we can land this motherfucking plane. And, and, and he went to work after that. So I got to give Henry Suhudo a, a lot of credit for that. Um, but it, it was just it, it was fucking sweet. It, it, it was bittersweet for your boy, uh, Moody Hank, uh, because, you know, I, I don't dislike uh, uh, DJ, I just, you know, he's always bitching, I mean, this dude, this is the dude that bitches about not making a whole lot of money, and then when he has a chance to make some more money, he, he, he doesn't want to take it, he, he breaks out in the hives, he starts skeeving and shit, whenever he comes near any kind of cash, he can't, he can't even carry cash, motherfuckers, he's, he's only a card, he only uses plastic, he only uses Apple Pay, because he can't touch cash, he can't touch that greenery, and fucking, he turns into, he's scaly and shit, looks like he got scabies when he comes near actual cash, actual Doe, this motherfucker, Gino Ariema. We're gonna call him Demetrius Ar Ariema. Demetrius Ariema over here. You got your ass beat. I'm sorry, and I will give you this. Suhudo comes out here and tries to tries to uh, bogart uh, the whole the whole division and say, "Hey, I'm going up. I want to fight. I want to fight uh, um, uh, T.J. Uh, T.J. Dillashaw." No, you fucking don't, homie. No, you don't. You just don't want to fight DJ again because it was so close you could probably lose your belt as quickly as you want it. And so you go up and try to fight a dude that, you know, on paper, you know, champ versus champ, you, you know, you're giving yourself a chance to win another fucking belt. But he wants to come down and fight you, which he should be, have the right to do because he's a two-time champ who's defended his belt. 
but you want to go up there because if you lose, then you can still hold on to your belt for a little while longer. And it don't fucking work like that, my man. Uh, you're going to get your whole entire ass kicked. I'm talking from your gooch all the way to the little dimples above your ass cheeks, Henry Cejudo. You're going to get that whole entire map, ge uh, geographical map of your ass kicked by TJ Dillashaw. That homie's going to put the fucking smack down on your ass. You don't want that shit. Look. DJ held that belt for fucking ever, for like 2,200 days. If anybody has ever deserved an immediate rematch, it's DJ. I don't like the motherfucker. Well, I do, but I don't. I just don't like, you know, his career of fighting nobody. But hey, let's have the trilogy. That's a good fucking fight. Henry, if you beat him, there's no questions. There's a lot of fuckboys out there saying you barely beat him this time. Look, I thought he won three rounds of two at best, and I thought it was a clear win. But uh, it was bittersweet for your boy Moody Hank to sit here and watch DJ go down because, you know, if he doesn't get the fight for the title again, he's fighting for some scrub and, and, and I probably won't even, uh, I won't even mention the motherfucker anymore. Maybe he never comes back and, and fights for the title again. Maybe he gets it right back and then, you know, I'm right back in the saddle attacking the motherfucker. But hopefully I didn't want to lose, uh, I, I won't lose one of my my uh, dear adversaries, you know, uh, Cub Swanson, uh, this was the upset pick that I picked, and I think it ended up not being an upset, because I think a lot of people put, I think a lot of people listened to the uh, uh, Whiskey Sick podcast the week I made these uh, um, predictions for this card, and I said uh, Moicano was going to beat Cub Swanson, and I think Moicano ended up being a favorite at the end, and, Mo, uh, and Moicano beat the dog piss out of Cub Swanson, like I said, so I got something right on this shit, um, because I think I picked DJ. I don't even remember if I picked DJ. Probably picked DJ. Um, so Moicano, if you remember, he was beating um, Brian Ortega's ass for two rounds. And then in the third round, he gassed out and tried to shoot a takedown on a motherfucker after he was up two rounds to nothing. And you don't do that against a guy like Brian Ortega. He cinched up a guillotine and subbed him. Uh, that was a great fight. We could probably see that fight for a title here coming up very soon because this dude Moicano is the real motherfucking deal. The real McCoy, homies. Um... And then, uh, you know, that was basically it for now. Um, you know, I had the homies over for this fucking fight. The homie, the homie Rodney's back in town, so we're going to be hitting. The, the, the Thunderdome is under the world-famous uh, training facility known as the Thunderdome. Uh, my garage is, uh, is under construction right now. We're expanding. We're expanding, getting some more. Uh, I got rid of a whole bunch of junk, so it, it's getting even better in there. We're adding some more mats. Uh, it, it's getting live. It's gonna, about to get really live. We're going to have weekly sessions in there. Uh, whiskey's coming through next week. It's going to get real silly. Maybe we do a, a, a fucking podcast. Maybe we finally get Whiskey back on the fucking podcast. Um, homie's been MIA. Uh, so that's coming. Um, you know, what else do we have? What, oh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. So we finally got Conor McGregor versus Khabib Nurmagomedov, man. This is the fucking fight to make. And I got to give a shout out while I'm thinking about Irish people to that motherfucker. Um, who's the homie that was talking all that shit the other day? Uh, the homie Rodney sent me this shit. Gallagher, this dude Gallagher in Bellator, the the little fucking um, the little fucking Kirkland brand, the the, the Payless brand, fucking Conor McGregor, uh, the fucking 
uh, market pantry, if you will, uh, version of Conor McGregor, this little fucking wannabe, this fucking uh, dweebash Irish dude named uh, Gallagher. I forget the motherfucker's name. Uh, something Gallagher. I don't know. He came out here trying to be a little fucking mini Conor McGregor, uh, looking like fucking McGregor's chode or some shit with these little fu- fucking funny-ass glasses on before the fight and shit, talking all sorts of shit. Went out there, and, and homie got folded up uh, like a fucking sunshade, like your car sunshade. He got he got twisted up and folded up fucking Willie-style. Got, got, got folded like a lawn chair. Um, just another, again, from the gooch to the top of the ass cheeks, whole entire motherfucking ass whooped on, on national TV after he was doing all this fucking uh, fake Conor, Conor McGregor impersonations and shit. He came out there and, and, and looked fucking silly. Uh, and I don't even know the dude who beat him. I, I, I didn't write his name down. And I'm not going to waste um, megabytes Googling this shit uh, to find out his name. Uh, but uh, good Good, good job. While I was thinking of Irish dude, I had to give uh, this dude, uh, Gallagher, uh, the fucking international douchebag over there, uh, a fucking uh, little shout out. You're now on the radar. Uh, congratulations, Gallagher. You're now on the world famous Whiskey Sick Podcast radar. I'm coming for that ass. You better make sure Bruno, all fucking Bruno, literally coming for that ass, motherfucker. Uh, watch your motherfucking back, if you know what I mean. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor versus motherfucking Khabib. I don't know. I, I can't call it right now, man. And, and, and you know, the best part about this fucking fight is that it, it's, in Octo- it's in October. I would have thought this shit was going to be at, like, the end of the year fight or the beginning of, like, January fight. But it's in October. Like, that tells you one thing. That tells you one thing. Conor McGregor's been training. Because if he hadn't been, he would have needed the extra time to get ready for something like this. But Conor McGregor, the one thing you can't say about this motherfucker... When, the whole time we were going through this this, this shit with, uh, with with Floyd Mayweather, and you go back and listen to those podcasts, they were fucking classic podcasts here. Me and Whiskey talking about the lead up to that fucking fight. Conor McGregor trains like a motherfucker. He talks that talk, but he walks that walk, win or lose, because he goes out there and he trains his ass off. He puts in the motherfucking work. He puts in the fucking rounds. He goes out there. He takes the fucking risks. And, you know... He never lost his belt. This is his belt. He's defending this belt. I don't give a fuck, Khabib. Uh, you didn't beat this dude to get the belt. You beat him now. You have the fucking belt. Um, but this is another. This is another risk for dude Conor McGregor. Look, Nate Diaz just got. That's another fight that just got announced. Nate Diaz is fighting. Um, who's Nate? Dustin Poirier. He's fighting Dustin Poirier. Poirier. So that means that that fight was probably available if Nate Diaz is coming out to fight here in, in, in November. They could have possibly have made part three, but it doesn't really make sense now if they both get a win. Think about this. If Conor McGregor goes out there and beats Khabib, gets his motherfucking belt back, becomes a two-time 155-pound champion, and Nate Diaz, which... This fight's hard to call. If this was Nate Diaz before the Conor, the, the, if he had fought, if Nate Diaz had fought Dustin Poirier after or had been at least active since the Conor McGregor, the last Conor McGregor fight, I would pick Nate Diaz to win that fight. We don't know what's going to happen. It's been two years since Nate Diaz has stepped in a cage. Who knows uh, how he's been training? I, I know the motherfucker trains, but, you know, this dude Dustin Poirier has been active. So um, it, that makes this fight a lot more interesting, as I would think Nate Diaz would be able to piece Dustin Poirier up. Dustin Poirier is too hittable, so is Nate Diaz, but Nate Diaz is long, and he uses those snapping, weird, long punches. He has a style like nobody else. He gave Conor Mc- Look at all the co- uh, trouble he gave Conor McGregor with his hands. He's a problem. Um, but if Nate Diaz wins, Conor McGregor wins, you have Nate Diaz 
versus Conor McGregor part three for the 155-pound strap. Holy shit. Problem is, Conor's fighting Khabib. And that's a motherfucking problem, y'all. That's a fucking problem. Uh, nah, I, I, look, Connor's gonna have to get up off his back. He's he's gonna be on his fucking back. Uh, he's got to maintain his distance. He, he's got to use his sidekicks. He he's just got to use angles, and he's got to get to his feet. He's gonna be taken down. He he's got to be able to do like uh like the last dude that fought Khabib. I always forget his fucking name. I didn't like him until he fought Khabib. Uh, stepped in there. Uh, the little New Jersey dude. Um. You know what the fuck his name is. Go, go, I don't remember. Sorry, homie. Uh, but that dude was able to get up uh, several times against Khabib and actually made it a fight and got in his, fight, got in his face and went all five rounds with him. Uh, so Conor McGregor's going to need to get back up to his feet. And if he does, and he's able to do that consistently, he's going to beat uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. He's going to land some shit, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be bad news. The striking... The, here's the thing. The discrepancy in striking is as great as the discrepancy in ground game and wrestling ability. Uh, Khabib is leaps and bounds like a a fucking whole career ahead of Conor McGregor in that regard. And Conor McGregor is leaps and bounds a whole career ahead of Khabib in striking. This is the ultimate striker versus grappler fight you could possibly have. And if Conor's able to get to his feet, he wins this fight. If if, uh, Khabib just gets on there, what scares me, is the Chad Mendez fight. Chad Mendez was whooping Conor McGregor's ass. You can say whatever you want. When it was standing, Conor was definitely whooping Chad Mendez's ass, but Chad was landing huge right hands at will on Conor McGregor in that fight also, but he was eating a lot of body kicks. And Chad Mendez, you know, said, oh, I didn't have enough time to train. I wasn't in shape. Nah, you ate a lot of body kicks, homie. That's what fucking, the training blew out your ass when you were getting hit uh, by, by fucking body kicks and teep kicks to the body. And that's the kind of shit that Conor, Conor McGregor's going to have to throw when he's standing. But, when he got Conor McGregor down, Conor McGregor stayed in the guard and he did not move from the guard and he kept his guard closed and he ate elbow after elbow after elbow after elbow that second round. If Chad Mendes didn't go for that guillotine choke, Conor McGregor probably doesn't win that fight. He stays on Conor McGregor for the last minute of that fucking round, dominates him, uh, could even argue 10-8 because he was on him from the beginning, dropping huge bombs on him. Uh, but instead he goes for a guillotine, Conor gets up, gas tank, you know, sufficed right then and during that fight you would think he would have been gassed but he came up and he he put some shots together and put Chad Mendes away and that was a good stoppage so that's the kind of fight you know Connor's gonna have to be active from his guard he's gonna have to be initiating scrambles he's gonna have to uh he can't sit in open guard he's got to try to get to his feet he's got to try you know he can't stay on on the ground because this dude Khabib is a different ball game if Chad Mendes whooped his ass uh, Khabib will stop him he'll stop him inside of two rounds if if Connor uh isn't able to get back to his feet won't give you my official pick yet. When we get closer, we'll get to that shit. But that, that's a hell of a motherfucking fight right there, man. And the potential, if Nate also wins a month later, it, it, it's fucking, it's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be motherfucking crazy. Um, what else we got? What uh, This week uh, we got uh, Gaethje versus Vic. Now, let's check out this motherfucking card, homies. This is actually a fucking sleeper card. First of all, the main event... Um, James Vick is a motherfucker. He's a tall, lanky dude. He was on The Ultimate Fighter a few years ago. Uh, has a lot of problems getting fights because a lot of people don't want to risk fighting him. He's now finally a top 10 fighter. Uh, Justin Gaethje is very hittable. Nasty leg kicks. Uh, James Vick, 
uh, has all the advantages in this fucking fight right here, man. This this is gonna be this is gonna be a very good fight. Um, I'm gonna take James Vick. I think he's able to use his, his his reach, and he's just gonna pick Justin Gaethje apart because Jason Justin Gaethje just likes to stand right in front of somebody, absorb punches, and land leg kicks. And you know it's it's a fun style to watch, but it doesn't uh, it, it doesn't help your career out very much. Um, then we got uh, Johnson versus we got Michael Johnson versus Andre Feely. Feely uh, Michael Johnson going down to 145. Um, I don't know if he's fought there before, uh, but that that's a hell of a fight right there. Andre Philly versus Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson should win that fight, but Andre Andre Philly's a, 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 a um, number one. He's got one of the best nicknames in the game, Andre Touchy Philly. That shit's gangster. That shit. Props to you for that shit. He he he's fearless. He goes straight ahead. Um, likes to mix it up. Uh, this is gonna be a hell of a fight too. These, these are two sleeper ass fights right here. Um, th- even this fi- this women's fight right here, Courtney Casey versus Angela Hill. Both motherfuckers. Uh, Angela Angela Hill has better technical fighter. I think I'm gonna go with. Actually, I'm gonna go with Courtney Casey on that shit. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Michael Johnson, Justin Gaethje, and Courtney Casey because that's a hell of a fight. I don't know how the fuck Jake Ellenberger is still employed. I don't know what you got to do to get fired. Um, do you got to cuss out? The, uh, the the fucking customer um do you got spit in his motherfucking onion rings uh do, do you got a, a a slap a fucking baby uh do you got, what the fuck you got to do to get fired from this establishment uh but J- somehow some way jake ellenberger is still employed uh with the ufc um apparently this dude's uh fucking hr or some shit like that because they won't let him go uh this motherfucker just uh loses um and, and he one at one point he was uh he he was whooping people's asses and then that and then what happened? What what had happened was is that this motherfucker decided to go train with Edmund Tavarian or whatever the fuck that dude's name is. If you've listened to the podcast in the past, you know uh, uh how I feel about Ronda Rousey and you know how I feel about her whole entire fucking training camp. Uh it, it, it's sauce. It's a Rex Quando of MMA is that fucking uh bullshit. Um, training camp, Edmund Tarvarian, and, and, and the Ronda Rousey camp, which is, I don't know, does it even exist anymore? Uh, I think now, officially, since uh, Ronda Rousey has up and dipped out of MMA, uh, that uh, I think the Thunderdome is now a more reputable uh, gym than that motherfucking gym is. Uh, I, I, tell me I'm lying. I dare you. I dare you to tell me I'm lying. Um, but anyways, Jake Ellenberger's whole career came to a screeching halt, just like Travis Bambi Lakes Browns did. As soon as they both decided to go train at that motherfucking gym, as soon as they let this little, this little, this little uh, fuckboy uh, Edmund start training them with his uh, tactics of Rex Quando uh, and, and Steven Seagal, uh, a little hand flappery, whatever the fuck that dude does. Uh, that's this dude came out here trying to do some Steven Seagal fucking uh, weird ass hand shit, um, and, and he thought that was gonna get the fucking job done training with Edmund and shit. As soon as he came over to that fucking gym, he started losing. Losing, losing. Let me pull up this shit. You think I'm fucking lying? Let's go back here. Homie won, uh, lost his first fight to Carlos Condit. Um, damn, his first fight was in the UFC. Oh, did, oh, that was a long time. Okay, so he lost to Carlos Condit. That's mo- and then he racked off one, two, three, four, five, six wins straight until he lost to Martin Catman, Campman, who's a motherfucker. Then he won two, and so he's looking good. Then it goes loss, loss, win, loss, loss, win, loss, loss, loss. Uh, my man just got his ass beat by uh, Ben Saunders. No, no, uh, you know that's a tenth planet dude. No, no disrespect. I think he's gonna be at the one that hopefully I'm gonna sign up at soon. Uh, but Ben Saunders isn't the best kickboxer, but he, he knocked this dude out 
And, and then he lost to uh, Mike Perry, who's a motherfucker, and Jorge Masvidal, who's a motherfucker. He did beat Matt Brown. Uh, I don't know how the fuck that happened. He stumbled into that fucking win. And uh, hopefully, um, if he's left this Edmund camp and, and, and he's training, Jake, I'll do this to you. I'll do this for you, my man. Uh, just like 6ix9ine, 6ix9ine took up uh, the Whiskey Sick podcast uh, challenge and came and, and, and fucked with your boy Whiskey in, in the uh, Thunderdome. You saw what happened. You saw what happened to that uh, teriyaki 6ix9ine rapper, uh, the little rainbow hair rapper. Uh, you saw the picture. He posted the pictures himself all lumped up and shit in the hospital. You saw that shit. That wasn't from no fucking robbery and shit. The homie was trying to, you know, uh, fabricate some fucking publicity. No, nah, that was we- that was whiskey, full mount, dropping elbows on a motherfucker. Now I said I wasn't gonna give the full details, but here it is. You know, homie, homie took him down, uh, uh, passed, um, straight to side mount, uh, did some damage there, mounted him, played with him, slapped him around a little bit, teabagged him uh, from top position, and duffed him out. And then you saw the pictures. You saw those those teabag marks. You saw the mushroom stamp. A uh, little baby mushroom stamp. It's whiskey. It's a little, little tiny-ass mushroom stamp. More like a little worm stamp uh, on, on the motherfucker's forehead. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's been proven. It's been proven effective. The method is, is effective, Jake Ellenberger. Come to the Thunderdome. Train with your boy Moody Hank. I'll slap you around a little bit. Hold you by your motherfucking ankles and slap that ass a little bit. Uh, swing you back and forth. Uh, give you a couple noogies, uh, wet willies and shit. Uh, I'll fucking pap you a little bit. And, and and after you lose this fight, if you're still employed, uh, um, come train. Uh, or uh, come train at the Whiskey Sick podcast. We'll get your fucking career back on track, homeboy. Um, so I'll, I'll take um, in this fight. Um, Anybody not named Ellenberger. So I'm going to take Brian Barberini. Barberina. I don't even know who the fuck he is. And he has a whack-ass nickname. Bam Bam. Bam Bam, these nuts on your motherfucking forehead, homeboy. Bam Bam. It's fucking shit. Uh, I'm going to take you anyways. So, you know, you know it's bad if I'm taking that. Uh, then you got Moraga versus Figueredo. Uh, John Moraga is always a, a, a tough fucking fighter This is a good fight I don't know who this other dude is But he looks like a little fucking uh, Mexican DJ um, Demetrius Johnson version uh, So uh, I'll go with you know, Moraga Just because I know who he is And then this, this fight right here Tim Williams I don't know who the fuck you are But this dude Eric Andrews Is a pretty good fucking uh, uh, fighter here at uh, Middleweight This is middleweight So that's a good fight That's a hell of a card right there And then you have James Krause Versus Warley Alves James Krause is always a fun fighter. Real good technical striking there. Um, Yuri Alcantara is fighting on this. Uh, Mickey Gall's fighting on this. The fucking knockoff motherfucker here. The, the, the dude that uh, punk CM Punk. Uh, so this is a good ass fucking card, homies. And this is this shit's live. This is a fight night. So tune into this shit. I'm telling you right now, this is better than any of the even the DJ. Uh, as good as the the last two fights were, um, the DJ and uh, Suhudo fight and the TJ and Cody Garbrandt. Uh, pay-per-view this is better than that this card is way better than that shit and i bought that shit i bought that shit i gave dj now that i think about it i gave you my own money homie i gave you my my own money and the motherfucking kiss of death when i bought your motherfucking pay-per-view i gave you the whiskey sick podcast kiss of fucking death and look what happened first time i ever spent money on your ass and look what happened i threw money your way i threw money at you and what happened what happened you allergic ass motherfucker. Uh, you, you, you forgot your fucking, uh, you forgot your meds at home. You forgot your little fucking inhaler. You, fo- you forgot your Benadryl. 
You forgot your Benadryl. You didn't take your Benadryl, and I threw some money at you. And what happened? You broke out in the hives, and you lost your motherfucking fight. You got all fucking, uh, you got all fucked up in the game. Your throat closed up. You started snotting up, watering eyes. You were allergic to that money I threw at you, huh? Ha, <laughs> DJ. Oh, you buster motherfucker, you. Um, shit. That's enough. That's enough, man. You know, I, be- I believe in kicking a man while he's down, but, uh, you know, that's enough. That's enough. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get to all the shit that I wanted to talk about today, man. Uh, shit, we still got NFL. We-, we almost 40 minutes into the fucking podcast here. How I've missed you motherfuckers. I'm over here. I'm still sipping. I'm still sipping. I'm still smoking. Still West Coasting, loking, you know, doing the goddamn thing. Moody is over here, still chilling right next to me. She's taking a little motherfucking nap. Got Michi over on the other end over there. She's taking a little fucking nap. It's only 10, 15 in the morning. I, I, I rolled up in here early. I couldn't wait to get to work today uh, to holler at y'all. Um, I know you guys were wondering where the fuck I've been. I've been right here, homies. Mm. Sipping on that whiskey. Sipping on that whiskey. That apple, that app. I'm Willie Beeman, that Jimmy Beam. Jimmy Beeman, early in the morning, that apple, sipping on it, it's fucking bomb, got the NFL, homies, the NFL is back, the, the, the worst time of year is finally over, when it's only just baseball, when we're stuck with just baseball, after the NFL, uh, after the uh, NBA and the NHL uh, season's end, you're stuck with just, for like a month and a half, you're stuck with just fucking baseball, uh, and uh, I used to love baseball, it's a shame. Uh, but my angels suck ass, so we don't even talk about that shit. We don't even talk about uh, MLB on, on here, and that's kind of a shame. But the 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 wastelands of, of the sports season has finally come to an end, and we now have football, motherfuckers. Let me pull this shit up, because we're going to do some uh, ESPN.com. I'm going to pull this shit up. I'm going to make my fucking my power rankings. I got to holler at some motherfuckers. Let me let me just let me just start this shit off. I'm going I'm to just kick this shit. I told you I was going to come after an NFL Hall of Famer. I'm coming for an NFL Hall of Famer all up all over their motherfucking face. That's how I'm coming after a motherfucker right now. Um this motherfucker LT is the the the, the less LT. I'm not talking about Lawrence Taylor, uh the real LT. Uh, I'm talking about that that fucking knockoff uh, knockoff brand LT, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, uh, the, the speech impediment ass motherfucker, uh, that's up here on TV now, uh, he was on the NFL Network, now he's out here fucking calling, uh, um, Charger games, um, unfortunately we still get Charger games here in San Diego, that's all they fucking show here, like we give a shit, nobody in San Diego's fucking with these motherfuckers anymore, and I ain't even a Charger fan, y'all know I'm D-boyed up, and I don't fucks with nothing that's not a D-boy, but I fucks with San Diego. I fuck with Dago, motherfuckers. And, and, and this dude, LT, uh, this little fucking Benedict Arnold, little trading ass motherfucker out here, little fuckboy, speech impediment, stuttering, Stanley ass, fucking uh, mispronunciation of words, ass motherfucker, uh, the Floyd Mayweather of fucking uh, uh, commentary. Uh, this dude uh, can barely fucking read, I suspect. Uh, I've met this motherfucker. Held his car door open for him one time. No bullshit. Uh... This motherfucker all over fucking uh, having bake sales and shit for the fucking Chargers now. Uh, trying to fucking get, get funds. They can't sell any goddamn fucking tickets. So he's trying to raise funds. He's going door to door selling fucking Popular Mechanics magazine and fucking, uh, uh, fucking uh, Sports Illustrated magazine packages and shit. Door to door to try to fucking raise some money for the fucking Los Angeles Chargers because they can't sell any fucking tickets because nobody fucks with them. You got, you got my man uh, uh, Ice Cube on TV. 
on national TV on Fox Sports saying, fuck the Chargers, take them. Nobody fucking wants them in L.A. On, on, on fucking primetime television in the morning, fucking shitting on the motherfucking Chargers. And you got this homie uh, LT out here fuckboying it around for this dude, Dean Spanos, out here having bake sales. Homie's going to be all up in his... his, his uh, his Fredericks of Hollywood Oscar line uh, 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 bikinis having fucking car washes and shit trying to raise money for the fucking Chargers. Uh, this, this fuck boy, this traitor, this Benedict Arnold. Uh, uh, you were never a Los Angeles Charger, motherfucker. You were a San Diego, San Diego, I'm a motherfucking Ego Charger, motherfucker. You weren't no Los Angeles Charger. And if you were in Dago, and made your living in Dago off of all motherfucking ducats, paying your motherfucking salary, uh, giving you a place to fucking live, putting a roof over your motherfucking head. And if you did ever fuck with us, then you know we don't fucks with no L.A. sports teams, motherfucker. It's much love to L.A. We love the city of L.A. and the people of L.A., but we don't fucks with their sports teams. And you out here throwing in, 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 in these guys' faces and my, my, my brethren's faces. Now, I don't fuck with the Chargers either way, so I don't give a fuck. But I'm giving a voice to the people who don't have a, a voice, whose voices can't be heard. And I know they're watching this shit. We're hearing this motherfucker stutter over fucking one-syllable words. Can't even pronounce that shit. Uh, sound like fucking Floyd Mayweather reading the eye exam chart. That's what this motherfucker sounds like who's on here doing this commentary. I'm fucking embarrassed for this dude. He, he just sounds fucking stupid. Uh, uh, CTE, he's the fucking poster boy of CTE, it looks like. And let's not forget, this is the motherfucker who decided to sit down on the motherfucking... Uh, uh, Philip Rivers is out there with a fucking torn ACL with a fucking uh, sewn-on knee. His leg is like li literally sewn on at halftime. Uh, uh, they used some fucking scotch tape and shit to put his knee back onto his fucking leg, put a brace on him, sent his ass back out there, and you got motherfucking in a playoff game, and you got motherfucking LT sitting with his visor down, uh, uh, sitting there on the motherfucking sidelines refusing to play and shit during the biggest game of his career. Don't forget that shit, and, and if you think I'm bullshitting, Google these little fucking uh, uh, McFarlane toys. These little, you know, the little statues, the little collectible statues and shit. They have one. The one that they have for the Chargers, they have one of Philip Rivers and they have one of LT. And what's he doing? He's sitting on the motherfucking bench with his, with his visor down. That's what they thought of you. Everybody's seen you, homie. When the chips were down, you went down, homeboy. And now you out here fucking uh, having bake sales and fucking uh, car washes running around in skimpy little fucking thong uh, Oscar De La Hoya bikinis and shit. Uh, having little car washes and, and, and getting suds all over your motherfucking body and shit trying to fucking make up for the loss of ticket sales in LA man trying to keep this franchise alive shame on you LT you ain't no fucking LA charger you a goddamn San Diego charger you motherfucker you and you know what you weren't no goddamn first round hall of famer either fuck you ever do sit out during a fucking playoff game this dude sucked he had two solid fucking years two solid years three tops fucking you telling me that that fucking uh Terrell Owens isn't a first ballot hall of famer but this fucking guy is? Terrell Owens is probably the third best uh, uh, wide receiver ever to play the game. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, and him. And he can't get into on the first ballot, but this dude fucking uh, uh, Mr. Fucking Can't Read, Mr. Fucking Illiterate over here can't fucking, uh, uh, he gets in on the first ballot last year? Fuck that shit, homeboy. We don't fucks with you here in San Diego. Everyone, everyone knew you were suspect the, mo the moment you left Dago and got a Jets tattoo. You, you were on the Jets for about 15 minutes and you got a tattoo of the Jets on your motherfucking leg. 
You should have got that on the small of your back, you little hoe. Your little, your little hoe stamp. You should have got that Jets tattoo right above your fucking... In fact, I don't know that you didn't. I want to see that shit. Show me your lower back ta- uh, your little lower back Jets tat, LT. I know you got that little that little tramp stamp Jets tat on your fucking body. You, you, you little fuck boy. Shit. You know it's a new, it's a new day in, in, in Whiskey Sick Podcast history when I'm coming at Hall of Famers. When I'm coming all over their motherfucking selves. Motherfucker got me into a, worked out into a, worked up into a work, uh, rich lather. I'm fucking foaming at the mouth over here, man. Uh, turn on this shit. And the Chargers, the Chargers are going to be fucking good this year. I'm going to tell you that right now. They're going to be in the AFC Championship game. Maybe in the fucking Super Bowl. Them motherfuckers are good. That's one of the best defenses in the game. I ain't even going to bullshit you. That's what, that's what sucks. So I was tuning in to try to see them because uh, they, they're going to be playing heavily in, in, in my power rankings. Trust me on that shit. As much as it hurts everybody here in Dago to see that shit, they finally start getting the squad together and, and, and they fucking move. Um, we got to see this motherfucker. I turn on, I'm like, who is this, this fucking, uh, uh, this dude sipping moron juice live on air? This dude taking shots of moron juice to the motherfucking face? Oh, it's LT. Could have guessed. Could have guessed, homie, with his little pom-poms on in the, in the fucking commentary booth. Won't even take him off in his little cheerleader's outfit. He's got the little skirt on and everything while he's in there. He's in the booth rocking the fucking cheerleader's outfit. It's fucking, it's, it's uh, disrespectful. Uh, fuck you. Um, what else we got? Um, Jarvis Landry, be careful, my man. Be careful. You, 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 uh... You're getting the, the, the WSP target locked on you. I saw that fucking little rant you went on uh, in, 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 on Hard Knocks. He, he plays for the fucking, I think he went from the Dolphins to the fucking Browns. And he, he has this, you know, he's calling motherfuckers out uh, on his team and shit. Talking about, you know, they don't practice and they, they trying to, homie, you ain't shit, Jarvis Landry. What the fuck you ever been? This dude over here acting like trying to be, a, this dude's being the leader of a fucking, like, like, slow bus. Like, that, that's it. That's what this dude, you, you being the leader of, 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 of a group of morons. That's, that's, not, that's not saying much, homeboy. Um, you, you the fucking leader of a special ed team over here and shit. This dude over here trying to, trying to get some FaceTime on fucking hard knocks, giving these yeah, impassionate speeches about uh, practicing and these dudes need to be on the field and they're soft. Homie, you soft. You soft, homeboy. You've been passed around the league. You've been fucked around here, there. You've been fucked here. You've been passed there. You're just a little side piece. You a little Sancho, homie. You just a Sancho on that team. Don't you ain't the fucking leader. Uh, you just a little side piece, homie. Um, that quarterback over there, um, the fucking first round pick. Been smoking. Been drinking. Been doing my fucking thing, y'all. I don't remember the motherfucker's name. Um, uh, shit. Baker Mayfield. Fucking Baker Mayfield. Um, uh, that dude, um, he's going to be pretty good. Uh, Jar- Jarvis Landry, you better hope you even make the motherfucking team. You're out here giving fucking, you giving fucking speeches, calling people out. Call your motherfucking self out. But I'm just telling you, this is just a warning. This is just a shot in the motherfucking air. This is just a shot by your motherfucking feet. This is just a warning. Just warnings, homie. Just a little flare gun. Just let you know I'm here. Just let you know the, 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 the whiskey six spotlight is just kind of flashing overhead. It can be focused on you. It can be trained on you. Ask LT how that feels. Uh, it's not a good feeling. So uh, let's shut the fuck up. Um, I don't watch that show anyways. I just happened to see a clip. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I ain't tuning in and watch no fucking Browns. Motherfuckers won one game in the last 32. One game in the last two years. Fuck is that shit. 
And they're actually going to be decent this year. I'm going to give them that shit. I'll give them like seven, eight wins. They might go eight and eight. Let's get into this. Uh, oh, yeah, and that's another thing. There's, there's this fantasy sports shit. I see all these fantasy sports and all this, you know, all these experts out here. And before the draft and shit, they're all talking about uh, uh, who's going to be this and draft this person. Draft. Let's start getting some stats on these motherfuckers. Why don't experts, these these uh, quotation, you're not seeing me. I'm, I'm putting the mic down right now and I'm making air quotes experts, these analysts uh, uh, that are on TV making these bold predictions and who's going to get drafted where and, 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 and who's going to make, you know, who's the best running back. Let's get stats on these motherfuckers, just like the players. Let's hold these motherfuckers accountable. Correct predictions, wrong predictions, wild ass predictions. Uh, uh, I just want full-time stats on these motherfuckers. They got to be held accountable. They're out here making these, these, these fucking outlandish statements. I just want full-on fantasy stats for these dudes. I want to see uh, their whole history uh, of, of bogus-ass picks that they've made. I want to know their percentage of being right. That's the kind of shit. If they want to go out here and criticize these players and, and tell us what to do and how to do it, I want to I know their credentials. That's all I'm asking for. So let's get them motherfuckers. They need to have some motherfucking accountability. They out here making these wild allegations saying that that my D-Boys ain't shit this year. The fuck up out of here. I'm the only motherfucker that can tell you the D-Boys ain't shit. Not you, motherfuckers. Only I'm qualified to make that motherfucking prediction. And I'm not making that motherfucking prediction, asshole. Um, let's get it. Let's, fuck it. Let's do, the, let's do the fucking power rankings here. Let's do the motherfucking power rankings. I'm going to pull this shit up right now. I don't give a fuck what the, what, what the regular power rankings are. Who's the best team in the NFL? Let's start with number five. I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to give you my power rankings like this. Number five. Coming in at number five. The motherfucking D-Boys. Yes, the motherfucking D-Boys. I don't give a fuck what ESPN, Fox Sports, all these little motherfucking fuckboys uh, uh, say about my D-Boys. Putting us you know, at, at 20... And saying we have the 30th best off, best, <laughs> I'm over here lisping and shit. The 30th best offense and shit. Fuck all that shit. We got one of the best defenses in the game. We got a defensive line that's highly underrated. You will watch this shit. Randy Gregory's back in his first game already causing havoc. Taco Charlton starting to get good. D-Law, uh, David Irving when he comes back from, from suspension. We got, we got Terrence, Cro- uh, uh, the other Crawford. Uh, we we just got we got a decent uh, we, uh, we got Jalen Smith is now starting to look like a monster uh, like he did in uh, at uh, Notre Dame before he blew his knee out during his last college game uh, sat out the whole year that the Cowboys drafted him in the second round everybody said it was fucking stupid because he wasn't even gonna play for a full year now look at him he's a monster right next to Sean Lee get the fuck if we go out. If the D-Boys go out and get Earl Thomas, now that Xavier Woods has gone down, having problems with very thin at the safety at the safety position, that's the only hole in this defense, safety. You're saying that's a big hole. That's a big hole. We got some guys that are okay, but we don't got anybody. Go get Earl Thomas. If that happens, the Cowboys are in the, are in the Super Bowl. I promise you that. They got one of the best defenses. Now that Dez is gone, uh, I wish they had brought him back, but they didn't. Dak's going to be able to move the ball around. He don't got this motherfucking punk in his ear telling him what to fucking do all the time. Uh, we got, we got uh, Connor Williams, uh, another young uh, offensive tackle. The, the offensive line is, is going to be, I know Zach went down, Zach Martin went down. He's going to be okay. He'll be back, back week one. We're going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine. We're in the toughest division. Uh, but it don't matter. We don't matter. I got number five. I got the Cowboys. Uh, then after that, I'm going to put the Eagles. I'll put the fucking Eagles. I'll put the Eagles at number four. 
I fucking it's I can't stand it, but I'm gonna put the Eagles at number four. Um then uh what do we got? Then I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. I think the Chargers are 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 the number three best team in the league. Then I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna go with the fucking Rams. And then number one, I'm gonna go with the fucking Packers. I'm gonna take the motherfucking Packers. I think they're the best team right now, man. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I fucking hate it. It hurts me. It hurts me deep in my soul. But that's how I'm gonna fucking go. That's how I'm gonna do that shit. That's the Moody Hank Power Rankings. That's just off the off the top of the dome. That's a freestyle. That's a BET freestyle for you motherfuckers right there. I might have left the team out. Um, uh, no, I didn't leave the fucking uh, Patriots out. I don't think they're that fucking good. Um, who would I have just outside? I would probably have. Um, the Niners are gonna be better. I would. I, I, they're in there. The Saints are right there on the on the outside looking in. Uh, then I'd probably put the Patriots somewhere in there. Uh, that's about it. The Giants are going to be better this year also. Don't don't forget about that. They got Saquon Barkley out there and shit, but I, they're still the fucking Giants. Fuck the Giants. Um, but that's how it is. What else, what, else, what else do I got on this shit? Uh, I already did the fuck LT uh, rant. So what do, I, what do I think? What do I think? Let's give you the early, early, early predictions. I got the AFC championship game will be the Chargers. Versus the Steelers. I have the Steelers going to the Super Bowl. And then I'll take... Uh, this is all top of the dome, motherfuckers. This is all top of the dome. I got... Cowboys... Versus Packers. NFC Championship game this year. D-Boys going to the motherfucking Super Bowl. Take that shit. Take that shit, bitch. D-Boys going to the motherfucking Super Bowl. Did you think I was going to say anything else? Fuck no. They're gonna, they're gonna make, uh, uh, they're gonna grow roses out of concrete, motherfuckers. That's what's gonna happen there. You're gonna witness uh, another miracle, the first miracle since Jesus uh, broke a single loaf of bread into like 15 million loaves of bread or whatever the fuck he did, uh, and poured wine all over it. Whatever, what you know what the fuck I'm talking about? He's doing miracle shit, making locusts and all that shit. That's this shit now. This miracle shit. I'm calling motherfucking miracles in 2018-19 season for the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are going to win the motherfucking Super Bowl against the fucking old school, old school matchup, uh, Steelers versus motherfucking D-Boys. That's how, that's how I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you motherfucking raw. Off the top of the dome. Just like that. Um, shit. Let's get some random shit in here before I got to fucking bounce out. Uh, I got a lot of random. You guys see this shit. Google this shit. Let me pull this motherfucking shit up. You see this dude. This shit was all over Instagram. I saw, uh, I think it was uh, Derek Lewis. I, I see this on Derek Lewis's Instagram page. Uh, it, it's a dude. Uh, guy. Let me type this in. Guy missing legs. Street fight. Let me pull this shit up. Guy missing legs. Street fight. That should pull it up. Nope, nope, nope. Let's get the videos. Ah, can't find it. Okay, go on Instagram. You'll find this shit. This dude squares up. This little uh, uh, red-headed dude uh, rolls up. Let me find this shit. Hold up. Okay, okay, I'm back. Y'all couldn't tell. I just hit pause on this shit, but it took me literally like 10 minutes in real time. Uh, uh, no editing here. But this, this street fight, this dude with no fucking legs... He's got two prosthetic legs. He's like hobbling around. Check this shit out. It's on Worldstar if you need to see that shit. Just uh, go on Worldstar and search uh, man with no legs. 
Check these dudes out. These dudes squaring up on each other. This dude in red, he's got like a... Oh, and he drops down right here. It looks like he's about to do like some push-ups. He literally, in the middle of the fight, he like drops down like he's about to do push-ups. He's like this ginger dude, this ginger albino dude with an afro. Uh, uh, homie just drops down to the ground. He's squared up. He can't throw punches. He's hobbling around like fucking... Uh, uh, Jimmy on fucking South Park and shit, like the dude's on some stilts and shit. He he knows his body. He actually looks like Travis Brown when Travis Brown comes into the into the cage, but and, and, and the bell rings and shit, and they say let's fight, and and Travis starts fucking hobbling forward, and he looks all out, off balance and shit. That's what this dude looks like. He came out here uh, using in in the street fight using the Travis Brown uh, um, fighting stance. Realized midway. This shit ain't working. So what does he do? He pulls off his legs in the middle of the fight. Look at this. Everybody's like, what the fuck is going on here? He just takes his legs off, tosses them to the side, and then squares. He gets up on his stumps, homie. Homie, this dude's footwork is immaculate on his stumps. He's doing feints. He, he, he looks, get this guy in the UFC right now. And you go ahead and you get your ass kicked. This other little kid's like getting down on his level and shit. Homie, kick him in the motherfucking face. This dude who's, fight, who's fighting this kid is like circling around, like doing a full squat, trying to punch him in the face and shit. Looking like he's trying to take a shit and fight at the same time. Kick the dude in his motherfucking head. If he wants to get on his stumps, this is me breaking down the fight. If a dude gets in front of you with two missing legs and he's on two stilts legs and he drops down to the ground and takes both of the legs off and wants to fight you, kick him in the motherfucking head. A uh, uh, fucking just toe punt that motherfucker in the goddamn head if that's all you know. Don't do a full squat and try to punch him. Don't go down to his level. Kick him in the motherfucking head and go home. Go grab some fucking, uh, some fucking Arby's. Uh, beef and cheddar with, with, with fucking bacon on your way home and, and call it a motherfucking day. Don't be, don't be trying to get down to his level. Kick him in the head. End the fucking fight. No, this dude over here trying to fucking scrap with the dude. Little homies over here hobbling around fucking calling him out, calling him a punk and shit. He's scared. And then this dude right here, he's kind of chasing him around. He's kind of like faking. And he gets a double leg takedown, homie. This dude on red... He gets, he gets a double leg takedown and starts Khabibing this dude. He starts Khabibing this dude. He looks like Khabib. This no leg dude looks like Khabib when he gets on top of this dude. He looks like Mendez on top of Conor McGregor and shit. <laughs> They're in the middle of the fucking street scrapping and shit. If you get your ass kicked, if my son ever, uh, this, is, this is my future son. If you get your ass kicked by a dude with no legs, don't come home, homie. Go, go chill at, the homie, at, at your homie's house for a little while. Let that shit wear off. Don't, don't, don't come talk to me. Uh, <clears throat> that's just goddamn embarrassing. You get, you get double-legged <clears throat> by a dude missing his legs above his knees, hobbling around on his stumps and shit. You, uh, the first thing I was going to say is, why didn't you just kick him in the motherfucking head? Field goal him. Field goal kick that motherfucker. Game over. This dude over here on, on, on fucking... Good for him, man. He's on stumps winning fucking street fights. Homie's 1-0. Uh, maybe he's, he's uh, you know, got, got a winning record in the streets. I, I, I don't fucking know. Maybe he's a fucking street legend. Maybe he's a Kimbo slice of dudes with no legs fighting in the streets. He could be, for all I fucking know. I don't mean to sell you short, homie. Um, but there was that. I saw that shit. Um... I also saw this dude got pulled over. You see this shit? Let me get this guy pulled over. Um, um, this guy got pulled over for DUI and tested positive for every single drug that you can test positive for on, on the street. Like, all the drugs that a, a cop can test you for uh, when they pull you over, this dude tested test positive for. Man, test positive 
every drug. Let's get this shit. My homie, this was six days ago. This homie got pulled over. Uh, a Spanish driver. So this is this is in this is in motherfucking. I, I don't know where the fuck this is. Anyways, homie gets fucking pulled over. He goes to fucking jail. He 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 fucking blows into the little thing and and he tests positive for every fucking drug. The homie also tested positive for fucking AIDS. The homie was uh was found to be pregnant. Uh, uh homie had early set early onset Alzheimer's. All that shit showed up on his breath breathalyzer on top of uh, uh coke, weed. Uh, uh, alcohol. I don't even know how this guy got out of his motherfucking driveway. I don't know how he, he, he was able to open up the garage door and get the car down the driveway, much less to get on a fucking freeway and get pulled over. That in itself tells you that this dude, uh, he's on some other shit. Uh, maybe we should be studying him. Maybe the CIA should be looking into getting this guy uh, uh, signed up, to, you know, sent overseas for some... Uh, um, for some special ops or some shit. If this dude could be under every fucking drug known to man that you can at least test for and, and he's still able to get his car onto the fucking freeway, that's a fucking accomplishment. I, I'm not over here. I'm not, you know, saying, you know, go get fucked up and drive and shit like that. I, I'm not co-signing that. He could have killed somebody and, and fuck all that, but he didn't. And uh, he showed a, a lot of wherewithal. Um, I've seen, you know, dudes in the UFC get 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 fucking knocked out and, and, and tap the strikes and shit and just panic. This dude didn't panic. Uh, he, he he. I've seen people rip dabs and, and just go fucking ape shit loony and, and start eating people's faces and shit. Uh, you've seen dudes smoke some bath salt and, and fucking turn the whole zombie. This dude had all of that and was still chilling enough to get on the motherfucking freeway. Think about that shit. He might have even been an Uber driver. I think he dropped a couple people off. Um, and, and he just kept it moving like it was no shit, um, and he's still alive as far as I know, so, shout out to that motherfucking guy, uh, that motherfucking homie, um, uh, basically, uh, there's this new story out that, uh, young ladies are out here, um, having, um, it's basically because of guys like like the homies. If I have to call out names, uh, some, some homies of, of the podcast, uh, the Ivanitos, um, the Whiskies, uh, the Gabes. Uh, even the Ricos, um, because of guys like this, um, what do they all have in common, you're asking? Well, they all have small shooters, tiny-ass little shooters, and, 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 and the, the females, you know, are, are tired of, of, of smashing these types of dudes and, and not getting anything out of it. It's almost like it's just a courtesy. It, it's, they write it off on their taxes as, as a fucking donation, uh, as some kind of charity. Um, that's what they're doing when, when they smash these dudes like Ivanito. It's just a charity. It's just a, it's just a tax write-off at the end of the year, um, a, a good deed that they did for the day, like some Boy Scout shit, some Girl Scout shit that they're doing uh, when, when they smash. And so now these ladies, need, they need to actually get some, so now they're, ha- they're holding their pee. They're holding their pee to have orgasms. They're called pee-gasms, and chicks are, are fucking holding their pee until literally uh, they, they can't hold it no more. And then when they pee, while they're peeing, they have an orgasm, which I've always told you that's what squirting is. It's just a girl wanting to pee on you. It's not, there's no such thing as squirt, homies. It's just them peeing on you. And now they're having peegasms uh, because they're tired of rocking with, with the Gabbies of the fucking world and not getting anything out of it. And, and you know, they, they feel like, you know, um, like a saint and, and, and all the... the, the um, charity work that they're putting in and all the philanthropy that they're doing, uh, smashing out dudes like Ivanito and Gabby and, and, and the whiskeys of the world uh, with, their, with their tiny ass little shooters. Um, but 
there's a new sex trend for women. Because they fuck with dudes like Ivanito. I'm telling you. Uh, so-called pegasm is doing its rounds on the internet advice factory once again. But we don't believe the hype. Uh, stated that uh, their girlfriend her- holds in her pee for as long as possible because it gives her an intense orgasm when she eventually goes to the bathroom. What does that tell you about you, homie? If your girl has to hold her pee and risk her bladder exploding and ripping at the fucking seams, what does it tell you about your fuck style, homie? What does it tell you? You out here, Ivanito, uh, 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 fucking um, uh, Michael J. Fox stroking, uh, um, uh, 60-year-old Muhammad Ali stroking these motherfucking broads. You, you, you got this stuttering Stanley. You got, you got a fuck style like reading Braille. It's all fucking bumpy and jerky and, and, and fucking... Your fuck style's the rhythm of Morse code or some shit. You, you, you're out here fucking uh, little dicking these young ladies. So now they have to go and hold their pee. And this dude actually goes and like starts talking to people about this shit. If my girl had to hold her motherfucking pee to get off and I'm smashing it, I ain't letting nobody know that shit. Uh, so here's, here's the thing the clitoris, the clitoris, vagina, and urethra Which connects to the bladder Are all located very close to one another Sexual health uh, consultant Whoever the fuck made her I don't know how you get How do you get that sexual uh, health consultant uh, how, how do you go to school for that um, a full bladder can push onto some of the more sensitive and arousing parts of the genitalia, such as the clitoris and its branches. Many win- women use this stimulation in one or more of these areas to stimulate the others. So, these girls are fucking with Ivanitos. Um, they're tired of it, and they're taking matters in their own hand. It's an extreme measure that now they're holding in their pee to try to get off because dudes like this, their stroke, their stroke game is all offline, uh, all fucked up in the game. Um, and now it's come to the fact that girls are holding in their pee just to get a fucking nut. Are you happy, Ivanito? Shame on you, uh, little dickin, uh, little your dick, dick, little dickin your way around the fucking world. Uh, and now these girls are spreading their advice from their experience with you, homie. Uh, after their experience with you, they're writing fucking blogs, they're writing fucking books, and they're spreading this information around uh, like a cancer to all these other ladies. So now you have all these ladies that are gonna go in and start pissing in their motherfucking pants uh, in the middle of fucking public just because they're trying to get off because they fucking with homies like you. Shame on you, Gabby. <sighs> That's it, motherfuckers. I mean, I got a lot more shit. I got a lot more shit. We'll hold on to that shit. Hopefully, we're going to be back next week. We're getting back on track, homies. Don't worry. Just been busy. I told you the champ, champ, champ's coming, and we've been doing a lot of work Been uh, every every weekend. The old ladies had the weekends off, and we just been we just been fucking. Don't worry. The, the, the fucking podcast isn't going anywhere. If you thought that maybe it was going somewhere because you didn't see it for a week or two, uh, don't trip, homies. This shit ain't going nowhere. Um... As always, uh, we don't got it. You don't fucking want it, homies. This is the Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 59, and we out, motherfucker. I'm out to speech, I run the spot, I'm back to dip around the whip, I'm back to ride, bound the trip, back to slide, all the way, I've been waiting, sending winks, I'm back a flirt, and edit, search for letter words, so clever, learn what's on your mind, best to fucking recognize my username, I've been in line to catch your eye, dropping you and you and I, I bet you not, likes is pickets, when we gold, we can dip, I can scroll, down the page, round the way from Christian Mingle, this is a single night tonight, might just linger, flag that page, I'll let them know, shut shit down, I'm on the scene, arm round tails, bitch, too far them haters wish, they can pull my chick, but she logged off, locked 
jar with a mouth on her She won't speak up, she does talk down when she's riding me Riding me Inbox full, never got that shit All things shift, now block that bitch Box around, crash the boys, no pass for four My pass is four, three days, relay He's rounding 30s, headed home If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it if we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never has it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it. If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it if we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathing Back up on my moody shit Got two e-cigs and a foolish bitch Shots two we dip in a newly switch Shot you these pics, now you choose which Half you want, cause it won't zoom out Won't fit that screen, go get that prenup Looks like we lucked out Put it back in south of the fasting Can't slow down, can't roll out Till we hit that vapor rise So can't stand high, we can't land fly But I can't dance, try but I can't hand off My drink, cause sing two will make you one you cash that shit, my drift that I sailed on, lift that I held on to Bitch could've bailed on too, but I gave you three, what you say, you me? Skip the pokes and get to the irons, quick, better sign in shit There's a line bending round back, don't mind it I chunk that deuce and I bounce to the back page down to the last day Now in the fast lane, south of the fast face can't Pass that chance that we meet again, had that slap of the scene No grin when the thing comes out, no uh-uh-uh You can look, but you can't touch, shit, but you can't rush, chat, roulette Fifty shades of grey, the day to waste and you came my way All out of credits, but the band won't play when it rains all day We don't got it, you don't want it, we don't got it, we don't got it, we don't got it, you don't no shine, don't mind, no ice in my cup No bling, no rings, can't buy me a left No crack in my whip, no stack in my chips No gas in your lift, no asking me if I got what you don't need, need what you don't want Got what you don't have No loss when you don't have shit No loss when you don't have shit If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it if we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it. If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it You don't want it If we don't got it, you don't want it When we get it, you can have it Never hash it, still don't need it Broke as fuck, but fucking breathe it. Yeah.